Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. Welcome back to Blood Types. We are on to episode six, Heartbreak Hannah. And do you want to read the synopsis yeah. for us? Suki and Hugo embark on a dangerous mission to infiltrate the light of day and locate Godric. We're getting closer. I know. <laughs> I knew last week was building up to yes. something. And this episode was so good. Oh so my good. gosh. There's so much to talk about. So much going on. <laughs> I, be- I mean, I barely wrote anything down because I was overwhelmed, but it was such a good episode. Well, I have a lot of notes and a lot of feelings. All right. Where do you want to start? That's the uh, question. Okay. Well, we stopped with Lorena, so let's just jump right in to that. Okay. So, yeah. first of all, Eric is sucking on this girl's neck, and she is moaning like a bored <laughs> porn star, but I really, I wrote down a fun fact. Her character name is Bloodhooker. <laughs> That's literally what she's credited as. I love it. I yeah. love it so much. Oh, I was Bloodhooker in True Blood. That's yeah, how you know that's me. That's me. I get a free Starbucks every once in a while. But I love that he was bored and wanted... Uh, he was bored and wanted her to act like she didn't want it. And then she's like, oh, no. Oh, my oh, God, you filthy blood sucker. No. And you can tell he's just like... He's like, that, you're no. not doing it right. But he goes, tell your manager you were phenomenal or fantastic yeah. or something. And, and he goes, I'll back you up. And he pays her. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, she scoops the money off the table. <laughs> she goes, mm, so not for my time. Thank you so much. <laughs> and he feels a presence and it's Lorena. Well, he turns around and was like, yeah, like one moment. Like, like right. he's waiting on a meeting. <laughs> he's like, hold on. Let me send this girl whose neck I'm sucking on away. He, he meets up with Lorena, which I yes. thought she was just here to walk down hallways and look like a goddess. Right. Because she's so good at that. Yeah. But no, Eric has summoned her and she's like why do you think i would take bill back because we find out that they were i mean obviously she's his maker and they were mm-hmm. together for a while and it's been 70 years since she last saw him and but she looks great she looks fantastic she's so hot like mm-hmm. that short hair looks so good on her love her 10 yeah. out of 10 yeah but you also find out he invited her because like he needs bill out of the way because yeah. he wants sookie which that's not how love works right. <laughs> First For off, Eric, it is. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he has something I want. Yeah. Which he's been really weird this season with, like, how he talks about Lafayette. Like, you're important right. to Sookie, so you're intriguing to me. Yeah. And so he just wants Bill out of the way and... Thinks Lorena is the key to that. Yeah. And... <laughs> Obviously, she wants it a little bit, too, because that's why she showed up. <laughs> well, we get flashbacks of Bill and her in Chicago in, like, the 1920s being all flappery. And damn, Bill can sing. He can. He was sitting and playing that piano, singing a song about a girl. A vamp in uh, Georgia. Yeah, and just belting that out. Mm-hmm. And then they meet this couple, and you think that they're going to be having sex with them. That's what it implies. First, a weird couple. Such a weird couple. Young girl, then like 50-year-old man. Have you read uh, Great Gatsby? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm like the most uncultured person you'll ever You're going to have to take not. several seats because the people <laughs> who were forced to read it in high right. school, um, it's very, it's a lot like Daisy and I don't know I saw the same. movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. 
That's that's a great question. (laughs) Okay, so you know how he's like an older man and very rich. He says old sport. Yes. It's very much like that is what I picture. Okay. It's because he's an older, like you could tell wealthier man because he he brags about buying her this necklace. Yeah. Eventually gets ripped from her neck while she's bleeding out, but that's fine. That's, we'll cover that in a second. Yes, Don't I worry. Know. <laughs> but it's like a very that's immediately what my mind went to, just because this old man kind of with this younger girl right. who's very simple is yeah. what I'll say. He's um, naive. Mm-hmm. And seems younger yeah. and just likes the finer things is all kind of she's out for. Not really for love. She just likes to be taken care of. Which, get your bag, girl. <laughs> no, you I will do. not. I Like, <laughs> that's your hustle and it seems to be working. Right. Well, um, it's worked <laughs> up until this point. And so Lorena and Bill are, like, seducing these people and essentially, at one point, the guy in the relationship is like, fuck prohibition. And Lorena's like, yeah, fuck prohibition. And maybe we can also fuck each other. Fuck prohibition in another way after yeah. all your guests leave. And yeah. you can tell that girl looks so uncomfortable. Right. Like, she is showing so many signs of me in an awkward conversation. She's like, okay, yeah. cool. But he's into it. And then Bill comes over and she's into it. She thinks he's so hot. Well, he, like, kisses her hand way too close oh, to her shit. face. He looked very white. Like, whiter than he always does. You know what I mean? Like, he looked, like, powdered white, not, yeah. like, normal. Well, I guess they're supposed to show that they're they're a different. True. Yeah. True. Well, as we kind of alluded to, these people fucking die in a very mm-hmm. violent way. Yeah. Lorena and Bill, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. They have this poor girl on the bed and, like. Make the man watch them, like, rip her throat yeah. out. And then Lorena snaps his neck. And as this poor girl is bleeding out to death, Bill takes the necklace off of her and gives it to Lorena as a gift. And then they just have sex. Aggressively? Yes. Aggressively Aggressively. by this girl who is bleeding out right beside them. It's, oh, it's bad. It's It's the worst. They're covered in it. They're covered in blood head to toe. And they're like, this is the time I've never loved you more. Yeah. Oh, which is so nasty. But we flash back to current time and we see that Lorena still has the necklace. She's wearing it. So And she's stroking it fondly. Yeah. She's just holding it and rubbing it very I know. Strange. And her I don't know where she is. A coffin? Maybe? Um, a couch at this point. <laughs> like like everybody's just doing what they need to do wherever they need to do it. Because they're in the hotel. Yeah, so just like, like Jason's church proof. church camp. This feels so long. <sighs> we have only been in Dallas, like, overnight. Yeah, maybe. But it literally feels like we've been here seven years. It feels like we moved here. Like, mm-hmm. are we ever going back to Bontom? I don't think so. No. Well, speaking of Jason, uh, I guess we can talk about him. He, uh... This, this episode is strange. Bill and Suki are making out in bed, and then there's a knock at the door, and Bill answers, and it's Isabel, who we met in the meeting, and her boyfriend, Hugo. And she has brought Hugo along to help Suki infiltrate the Fellowship of the Sun. And Suki reads this guy's mind, and it's like, it's okay, Bill. He loves Isabel so much. I'll be safe, and we can go in there, and we'll just be this cute little couple, and we'll infiltrate them, and we'll find Godric. First of all, not a good plan. No, horrible plan. Like, they're both just... Like, they have no help. They're going in the no. middle of the day. I understand you don't want to look suspicious. Right. But, like, if shit went, goes south like yeah. it does, what are you going to do? They're bait. 
like they're literally bait. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it goes shit real fast. Yeah. It goes to shit yeah. real fast. So Suki and Hugo are having this cute little conversation about how Suki just needs to be quiet when they go there. Adorable. Uh, she just needs to shut up and look pretty. And they talk about having a relationship with being in vampires and are being with vampires and Hugo is so mad because Isabel will not turn him and he keeps bringing up the fact that he's going to be old and nasty and Isabel won't love him anymore and so he's like oh I've never really thought about that and well people don't like if yeah. you're really in love you don't right she's like I'm not thinking about the fact that Bill's not going to love me when I'm 70 mm-hmm. but now she is and so yeah after that they they go to the fellowship of the sun They act like they are a couple, and they show up, and Sarah meets them at the entrance, Mm -hmm. and Suki just cannot stop running her mouth. She says that she just... She she just, yeah, she can... Nobody can get a word in at Mm -hmm. She's already come up with this whole story in their head that they're... um, First off, they were just looking for a church, because they were engaged, and the other one had a vampire sympathizer priest, (laughs) and then it turned in when they showed him, like, the... The pews, or right. I guess like the actual church place, are like we're getting married here, and I'm like, right. this wasn't a wedding tour. Like this was right. you seeing if you wanted to join this church. church. That was yeah. very, con- <laughs> was very confusing to me. I was like, wait, weren't they just going to see if they wanted to like join this as members, yeah. not as not get married here? Well, once Sarah introduces them to Steve, it's like game on. Mm-hmm. And Suki reads Steve's mind and finds out they have a vampire in the basement who is Godric. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, once they go into the chapel, Suki starts reading all of their thoughts, and she finds out very quickly that, that they, they know. They know. They mm-hmm. did not believe this lie for one second. And Steve Newland just fucking changes. He all of a sudden invites Gabe, who, if you remember, is the very scary Joel Sargent, into mm-hmm. the meeting to follow them around and is so insistent on showing them this thing in the basement. And His so- dad's tomb? Yeah. Was it? That it? As, like, a weird yeah. thing that you don't even talk about? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she and Sarah is like, no, Steve. They don't need to go down there. Like, they don't need to do this. We don't need to have them be a part of it. And is trying to like get him to stop. And he just essentially is like, shut the fuck up. They're shut, going in the basement. Shut up, Sarah. We're going. And then literally pulls, well, pulls Sookie yeah. down, and she's trying to grab the the uh, railing <laughs> yeah. and just screaming. And Sarah's right. just watching and crying. She's like, I'm sorry. And while this is all happening, you're probably thinking, like, well, what is Bill doing? Doesn't he know? Isn't he upset? He does hear her. But as he wakes up, Lorena is in the room and quickly overpowers him. Yeah. And just kind of pins him to the bed and is like, "Mm, you're not going anywhere. You forget I'm stronger and faster than you, bitch. And she is. She's so much stronger and so much faster. And, yeah, sorry, Bill. You're not going anywhere, bud. Mm Mm-mm. Well, I guess, speaking of that, Jason... We might as well go to Jason, yeah. Yeah, Luke and Jason... Best buds now. They make songs together. They talk about life together. They're just living their best bro love. And when you mean songs, not Academy Award winning. This is like reworking um, nursery rhymes for your racist (laughs) views. Yeah, about vampires. Mm -hmm. And they literally come up with a two-line ditty about vampires burning in the sun because they have been tasked to build a stage with Mm -hmm. a cross on it so that they can do something called uh, Meet the Sun, which is when you chain a vampire to a cross and essentially just wait for the sun to come up and fry them to a fucking crisp. And... uh, which is which is just as horrid as like yeah. public hangings. Yeah, Oof. it's so fucked up. But mm-hmm. Luke is jazzed. Luke cannot wait. That 
He's ready. He's ready for murder. Yes, he is. And Jason kind of tries to tell Luke that, like, his assumption about Sarah wanting to have sex with him is true. Mm -hmm. And Luke is like, well, as long as you repent, it's fine. And as long as you're not having sex with male vampires, it's all okay. Yeah, that's the worst thing (laughs) you could do. That's the most unforgivable. Uh, And we find out, or I guess Luke apparently said this to Jason and somehow just escaped my mind. But Luke has been abstinent for three years. No, I think this is the first thing. First time. Well, it says, Jason said it, he said on the bus the first day they met. Oh, shoot. But I don't remember that. And I feel like that was something that we would have. It's because they were singing and that detests us a lot. I immediately just shut off as soon as I saw they were going to church camp. I was yeah, like, I don't like, want to be here anymore. They're like, I'm not. <laughs> Still this timeline. Yeah. And they paid so much money to be here. So much money. So after all of this, Jason comes into the chapel at night and is trying to tell Sarah, like, hey, we're done. Which is amazing. Like, you build a platform and a fucking uh, cross all in one day, but whatever. Yeah. And he sees that Sarah's crying and he goes up to her and she's like, Steve has changed. He's not the man that I married to. He says the C word. And she's like, I want, my purpose is to be a great woman behind a great man. And now that man is you, Jason. She's, she's a power player. Like she yeah. is like, she just wants to be adjacent to power. She's so manipulative. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she really like, I don't know. I don't know if she realizes she's doing it, but she instantly uses God to essentially just bend Jason to whatever she wants, Mm -hmm. which is so sick. Which if he just took a minute. Yeah. It was like, God is telling you that you should be with me, but you're married. You should cheat on your husband with me. That doesn't even add up. Yeah. Well, according to her, she talks to God all the time and God thinks it's okay. God is commanding her to do it. And one thing I really hated about this episode, there's so much heavy breathing, and I hate that. They're constantly just being like, (sighs) (laughs) and I'm like, please, stop. (laughs) Stop breathing like that. So after they breathe in each other's faces, they end up having sex, Mm -hmm. and it looks very uncomfortable. They do it on a banister. (laughs) Would not not try that. That looks painful. And that church just seems echoey. So. so echoey. Yeah, Ooh. how did no one know they were having sex? I guess people don't go in there. <laughs> you mean Steve, who's in the basement with Sookie and everyone else? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So we really just have uh, some smaller things to cover. Like, Hoyt. Why not But she's pissed that he... Well, like I said, everything else is pretty straightforward. Let's go ahead and fucking talk about Sam and Daphne. Oh, God. Sam and Daphne. It's, <laughs> the bane of your existence. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate her so much. I hate her so much. And even in this episode, yeah. I know why. Everything adds up. I, I was, you, you were weren't right. there, but I was screaming. I was like, fucking no. <laughs> I fucking know I hated this bitch. So they just had sex. Mm-hmm. And they're literally still naked on the pool table. Yeah. And I keep, like, my notes say, why does she keep pushing him about keeping it a secret? She keeps yeah. pushing him about keeping it a secret she says well and they talk about the scars on her back yeah finally yeah and she says that she remembers what happened but doesn't know who or what did it she was in the woods running and her shapeshifter form and all of a sudden she just had something slice her back and sam's like wow i'm in love with you i met you or we started having sex 48 hours ago and now i'm obsessed with you Mm -hmm. and uh yeah she just keeps saying that he needs to be honest and they just, he, he's like, no, I don't want to tell anyone. And she's yes. like, well, you should. 
You should need to tell everyone. What is that going to do for me? <laughs> Literally nothing. nothing. <laughs> it does no thing for him. I've seen them look at Sookie like a freak. So this is right. not what I want for myself. And this man is so horny. <laughs> this man needs help. Like, he needs to go to some, like, some sort of sex therapy or something. Yeah, every time there's a run, they don't really talk. He's just like, I want to have sex with naked. you. I want to have sex with you right Let's now. Let's be animals, yeah. run around, and then have the best sex. Yeah, which, I mean, I guess as long as they're having a good time. Well. Oh, uh, that's all I want to talk about then. Okay, good. <laughs> I know. Well, no, I guess at the end, when she takes him to, they're running. They're running as animals. Yeah, it's after- across the road. Who sees the fucking pig, Andy, driving yeah. drunk again? Yes, which should he be always better. does. Where the fuck's your sister, Andy? <laughs> yeah, and call he, an Uber, Andy. And he's so he remembers the pig. Yes, and then at that moment, I was like, <gasps> "It's here." It's here. It's here. The facts came in about Drew Marshall. You mm-hmm. know who it is. You know. Who this pig has been mm-hmm. the entire time. What's really funny is so they run off and Andy is super suspicious and Sam is like, wow, that's so weird that Andy felt like he knew you. you. And then she just goes, shh, and gives him a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> like she literally was just like, no, no, no. It is the most awkward <laughs> facial expressions I've ever seen. But Sam gave some good life advice. He doesn't huh? trust drums because it leads to cults, cults or hippies. hippies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they walk out of the forest, and he says that after hearing drums. And this was both. This was both. This was a hippie cult, yes. Mm-hmm. And Daphne says, not this time. And then all of a sudden, these two people just fucking rush out of the woods and grab Sam. Anxiety. And, yeah. I don't go in the woods. Like, oh. I'm not going in the woods ever again. Mm-hmm. Especially with someone named Daphne. And they just grab him and run to the ceremony. That Where everybody's fucking. Everybody. Literally, I had to turn the volume off because I was embarrassed. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting alone and just watching that night on mute because I'm like, I can't listen to everybody just making the noises they were making. Yeah, just the moaning and the oh, grunting and it, everybody has the black eyes mm-hmm. and you could tell they're in some kind of trance. It yeah. was the craziest thing. It was very disturbing. And they tried to sacrifice him. Yeah. He, she's there glitching in all her glory mm-hmm. from Marianne. And they're like, you're going to be the one, Sam. To, oh, no, thank you. No, I didn't ask you. I don't want to. You know <laughs> and the knife they choose is huge. It's huge. Huge. What are you going to do to somebody with that? Like, stab it through You have mind? demon claws. <laughs> yeah. You have demon claws. That you can whip out whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And she... She does. Ugh. Ugh. Marianne scares me. I don't like her. Well, before Andy is drunk, we go to the kitchen of Merlot's, where he quote-unquote, tries to interview Lafayette and sends him into this, like, horrible panic attack where he sees Eric's face instead of Andy's face. Because Andy's like, I'm going to (laughs) arrest... Andy, like, is like, what happened to you? And he says pizzazz (laughs) 12 times. Lafayette's like, I went on a gay cruise. Oh, my God, my favorite line. My favorite line, yes. And Andy goes, you would have come back with a lot of pizzazz, not less. You weren't on a no gay cruise. Because if you were, you would have come back with more pizzazz, not less. That was my favorite line ever in the whole series so far. Yeah. He looks him in the face and says pizzazz 12 times so seriously because you weren't on no gay cruise. You would have come back with more pizzazz, <laughs> not left. I'm like, <gasps> amazing. Write that it. down. <laughs> you know, when you just hear something, yeah. that's just gold. 
You're like, I'll never forget that. I will tell my grandchildren about, no, you were on no gay cruise. You would come back with. You would have came back with more pizzazz. I love that line so much. I can't even tell you. <laughs> well, after Andy triggers Lafayette into this horrible panic attack. He's literally crouching. Like, yeah. Why are you still going? Why did Terry, out of all people, first can see the signs of PTSD? Right. Two, be the only one to tell Andy, what the fuck are you doing? You're he, not even a cop He anymore. literally comes in and is like, you remember like, when why we play cops and robbers <laughs> and Maymel and Pawpaw's house or something like that? You would always do your arrest with such dignity. You don't, you don't do your dignity. You don't do these in dignity anymore. And plus, we yeah. all know you're not even a cop. Who let him back there then? Well, and then when Andy apologizes, he apologizes to Lafayette using his last name. He says, I'm sorry, Mr. Reynolds. Oh, or yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, you can tell he is embarrassed. But good, you should be. And then when Terry holds him, like, about picturing a warm light. Terry holds him and talks him through his little PTSD moment, and it's so sweet. But it doesn't last long, because then Pam shows up. And Pam says, guess what, Lafayette? You're selling True Blood again. Or you're selling B again. And he says, nah. But he he doesn't have a choice. Yeah, he takes it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, he takes it anyway, because what choice do you have when Pam shows up? And he can't even look at it. Like, he's so... I would be like, I need immunity. Like, you're not right. going to let fucking shit happen to me. Right. Well, the only other thing we really have to talk about. Eggs. Eggs and Tara. But I also want to bring up Hoyt and Hoyt's mom. So Hoyt's oh. mom is in Merlots and Daphne is her server. And they're talking about uh, how Daphne can't do her fucking job because she can't. No. And Hoyt's mom says, uh, <laughs> she says, if you're a good waitress, someone is going to come along and kill you. If you, if, if you work at Merlots, and that's why they only have Daphne now. It's because she's not a good server. Mm-hmm. And then Hoyt walks in with his cell phone, and it's been disconnected, and he's pissed. He is pissed. He's like, I just paid the bill. But the reason he's pissed is because she's going to think I'm mad at her. Yeah. I love Hoyt. I love Hoyt. And <laughs> he looks dead at his mom, and he goes, the reason she's calling me at night is because she's a vampire. And I think this is the first time he calls her his girlfriend. I wrote that down, too. Even though he hasn't asked her, and they've literally met once. Yeah, this is their... <laughs> they are following the Bon Tom t- timeline to a T. <laughs> like, they are, yeah. But and, again, 28. Right. 28, and, and she is 17. 17. Not even, like, how long have you been right. 17? Right. Like, she was just her. Just 17. Like, um, yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. But then he shows up in Dallas at her door with flowers because... But why did you buy flowers closer to there? Yeah, he's like, sorry, the flowers are dead. I bought them in Bon Tom and it's been hot in my car. Uh, okay, you could have just bought them down the street before getting here, but that's fine too, it's okay. I guess. She didn't care. <laughs> yeah, she's so thought. happy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he shows up and is like, I didn't want you to think that I was mad at you and you're not mad at me. And hmm. it's so cute. And then you talk about the age difference. I'm like, oh, God. And then it ruins it. Ruins it. it ruins it. Well, they're so a beautiful love story. They are. They're so sweet. Okay, Marianne. I knew she was dramatic, but she's, she's so dramatic. She's so dramatic over this fucking water heater. We gotta get into it. Marianne eggs Tara and Carl are all downstairs. Oh, Carl is just rubbing feet. Like, <laughs> he's barely there. <laughs> like, could you imagine being hired for a role and that's all you do? What is he like? What is his role now that we know? I think he's just her like right hand man. I guess so. But she's bitching about how she can't have a hot shower in the morning and how she's always a bitch if she doesn't have a hot shower and she doesn't take sarcasm. Yeah. Which, okay, Marianne. 
none of us do. Yeah. And she wants to have Tara drive two hours each way. To get a part. To go get a part. Like, mm-hmm. just buy her, a, Marianne, you have money, just buy a new water pump. That was her client's house. <sighs> Well, but why do they come, why do they get all this food? Like I don't know where they get all this food. Yeah. I know it's not in this episode, but why do they get all this food? Well, because even Sam, when he first breaks into her house, she has that massive feast, mm-hmm. and Mary, and when she's at Merlot's that time, she's ordering like every single thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. So this girl can just put away. She some can food. pack it down. Yeah, <laughs> she can pack it down. But I in this when she finally finds a part. My question, my first note on this is why does she have to ask permission for eggs to go? I don't know, because she's like, can, well, can eggs come with me? And Marion's like, no, I want him here working on the water heater in case he can, he can MacGyver it. it. Like, he's not going to fix the water heater. No, it, we already know that we need to part. Right. And, like, she gets so excited when she says, yeah, because, like, she goes, I can't hold a map and drive. Like, right. I'm going to crash. And she's fine. Yeah. But it's a good thing that eggs did come along. He starts remembering mm-hmm. things. And it's just because I really think because of how sudden it was. Right. Literally, it was like they were laughing and like fun. And then he just stops. And first I was going to think he forgot like where he was or like right. who he was because of the, the influence is gone. Right. But he remembers the area. Mm-hmm. And he remembers that there is a diner made out of a barn, barn? on the yeah. corner. And then they just get out, and he starts walking them to a horrible, like, yeah, scene of a crime. They and Tara says they've been walking for forty-five minutes, just deeper and deeper and deeper into these woods. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, yeah, they find this crime scene where there's blood on a rock and like all of these torn these clothes. clothes. Yeah, and obviously, like scenes of a huge accident yeah. there. And he just starts crying, and like he doesn't know why he knows what this is. Yeah, he just feels it. And I guess they go back and get the part. And they just stumble off. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, and they just leave. They, like, like, those, oh, bye. There is a bl- rock that's more blood than rock at one yeah. point. <laughs> and he gets down, was it face level with it? Mm-hmm. Like, he gets real close. And then they just, like, leave. Yeah. He starts crying and Tara's like, come on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Bye. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for this side show. Mm-hmm. But they get back to Adele's house. And the place is literally trash. There are clothes everywhere, like just everything. And mm-hmm. they grab a joint from inside and they walk just out. Start <laughs> and they're like, I feel like I'm in a new tea, but instead of Reese's pieces, we're following clothes. And oh God, I wish they wouldn't have followed the clothes. Mm-hmm. But they hear some screaming outside where they stumble upon the ceremony that Marianne is having. And they see her vibrating. And then all of a sudden, they're like, in it like yeah. they are in it by the time i don't know how the difference between they get there and then when sam, sam. gets there um but yeah it was so weird yeah. and even in this i i think i talked a little bit about it in the last episode or maybe in this one is she seems to be able pull herself like she's the right. only one that's like what the fuck is happening tara has some sort of separation between her and marianne but why did she see her like vibrate and be like what the fuck we have to get out of here yeah, yeah. like run no instead they just get black eyes and do a doggy style yeah, <laughs> they do yeah. But, oh. so yeah we kind of just end I up blame that joint. i blame that joint i blame that joint <laughs> all the weed you smoked ashley <laughs> yeah we kind of end just with sam about to be sacrificed and everybody in town having sex including arlene and terry who are maybe a couple 
I don't know. But every time they get down, it's like at a party. Yeah. So they're under the influence. So Right. There's something going on. I don't know. But she, I'm over Marianne. Well, hopefully we're coming to the end of her. Yeah. We're almost done. Yeah, we have six more episodes. Yeah, so... Well, follow us on Instagram. We are a blood type podcast at Instagram and at gmail.com. You can mm-hmm. send us an email if you really want to, just for funsies. Yeah. Tell us your favorite line of this episode. There was so much good things <laughs> yeah. going on. And it's, I love that this one, like I said in the last one, like it's, it, so many things are happening right. before you have to wait yes. till the, like the season finale. But if this is happening now, what the fuck is the yeah. season finale going to be? I know. It's so intense. And oh. I can't wait. I, I loved know. this episode. It was so good. It was hard to stop watching. Yeah. It this was so one, hard to stop watching. I was watching. like, if you just want to like live watch this, <laughs> we'll just do a live thing. We don't want to do that podcast. No. Oh my gosh. It's so, it's getting so good. Yeah. Hopefully next episode is action packed, but we will see wait, you for episode seven. We didn't share your oh. favorite line. Not that I remember. That's okay. We'll just cut this out. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Yeah.